Trans Panic, a show about transgressive cinema from a trans lens. My name is Aoife Josie Clements. And I am Louise Ward. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is a, 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 an episode that has been cooking up in your brain for a while, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I had the idea to do this episode because I, I did indeed want to talk about the first movie, but then I also really want to talk about the second movie. And I don't exactly know why this was one of the first things I came up with. Maybe it's just because, like, I thought it would be fun and edgy in, like, a way that's kind of interesting because it's the same subject matter explored through two very different types of filmmaking. And one of them is, I think, one of the most recent movies we've explored on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, we've, we've definitely explored stuff, like, like Actors is a newer film, but was yeah. shot earlier than this one, and... Uh, Scary 61st is obviously newer, but like Honeycomb, Honeycomb is newer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm full of I'm yeah, full yeah. Of we, crap. We're doing a lot of new, I, I, new I, movies. This just, you know what it is? It, yeah. It's the fact that this has this probably has the biggest budget of anything we've covered on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, could um, because we haven't really covered any at oh, least as far as newer as far as yeah. the newer transgressive yeah. stuff. But okay, um, let's start with the one that has a very little budget. That was only three thousand dollars U.S. at the it's time. It's school shootings week, folks. Yeah, <laughs> and and you know what? You can make one hell of a school shooting movie with three three grand. Yeah, and, and a dream, uh, and a dream of having just watched <clears throat> Columbine happen and go. I gotta be the first person to make a movie about yeah, this. I want to be the first one on that. Uh, Duck the Carbine High Massacre. Um, so. Can you run me through the background of this a little bit? You were describing it in brief to me earlier. Well, but... it's it's 1999, directed by Joey Smack and William Hellfire. And I remember being friends with uh, Will's girlfriend back in, like, 2014, around okay. the times that, like, Computer Hearts came out. Um, like, like we were just Facebook friends, Facebook mutuals. But, like, the, the indie horror scene was, like, so interconnected at that time, mm. like, like, underground horror. So that was how I had found out about... Um, bill's movies was like his gf at the time sharing all of these films and i was like dude these are crazy <laughs> and the weird thing to me was with with duck especially you have to remember that this is like 2014 everyone's yeah. sharing their movies they were making in the here and now and then here's this dude who was making something like duck yeah back in 1999 yeah and i was immediately like oh my god i have to see this yeah because it, it, it hits this, like, sort of very modern, transgressive, like, sort of, like, cinematic topic. Like, something that, you know, was the sort of joke I was seeing on, like, 4chan's, like, TV board and stuff. And people would be like, oh, what kind of movie idea do you want to make? And it's like, I want to make the best school shooter movie ever. Yeah. And it, it, it's such a very fun, edgelord idea. And one of the things that's most fascinating to me about Duck mm. is a thing that was made within, like, the six months like like immediately six months after Columbine, yeah. what's so interesting about it is that it engages with the news, the media, the internet, all these things in such a sophisticated way that makes it feel a lot more modern. Like it yeah. had more perspective yeah. on Columbine because it kind of hits, as you said when you were watching, it's like oh this hits like all the big markers of Columbine. Like yeah. they have the the pipe bombs, they have like the the sort of like cafeteria sensibility, all this. Yeah. Like like they they hit all the markers of the school shooting like sort of narrative as established yeah. by Columbine being the most famous one um <clears throat> and the first major one to get like the crazy 24/7 cycle yeah. media coverage stuff and the like moral panic around alternative culture and around like all the goth stuff and industrial music yeah and then here's these it. guys who make like a dark comedy parody of that yeah cultural time during the moral panic during the moral panic yeah. it's, it's it's genius it's yeah. it's hilarious like we watched that and it it's it's a, a remarkably interesting movie because it engages with things like the the she said yes girl yeah. who was like oh do you believe in god yes and then they shot her or whatever um which didn't happen right? which no i don't yeah. i believe yeah. that is a made-up story but yeah. but there was books and all sorts of stuff it, it was definitely jumped on but they 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 have misty monday playing bible girl in it and it's just like truly <laughs> truly hilarious how mean-spirited it is yeah to, towards it where they like make her fillet the gun and, like, then blow her brains out. And they, like, directly reference that shit. And it's, like... 
should have said no. Yeah, should have said no. It's so good. <laughs> like it's um, it's honestly like I'm I, the thing is I don't want to make light of like how brutal all of like um obviously like mass shootings and shit are because it is such like a fucking crazy thing in the long yeah. world. But like all things it is such a fertile ground to make an exploitation movie out of. And yeah. what we are going to be discussing today is how Duck the Carbine High Massacre compares to Run Hide Fight. Um, which I, I want to bring both of them up at the same time yeah. because I think yeah. a lot of this conversation has to do with compare and contrast and yes. understanding yeah. the particular political moments each of these exist in, yeah. the perspectives they're coming from, and it, the reason why this was like an immediate draw for me yeah. as like um, the sort of like <coughs> earliest point hmm. of the podcast being like, oh, hmm. I'm going to pair these two movies yeah. is because nothing could more adequate, adequately hmm. show my thesis of how... <laughs> these types of movies have changed yeah. over the last 20 yeah. years so yeah. i i first of all i would just like you to give me your general impression of like this like fucking shot on video william hellfire movie because he's like a pretty um, cool interesting dude yeah who, like would make mail order fetish films yeah. and like would have people like pay him money with an idea and then he'd make the fetish movie he'd be like oh yeah can we have like Misty Monday is a werewolf, and then you yeah. make that movie, and it's yeah. like fuck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. So so you have this dude who's like, who who would make a career out of that, starting with this movie. That's just yeah. a like, let's go do this like, fucking cash in, and it opens. Yeah. And you made this great point. It yeah. opens with that title card. Yes. The 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 title card is like so instructive for everything else about the movie uh, i didn't write it down in specific but it's basically eventually someone's gonna make a movie out of this so why shouldn't we um and, and it sort of makes this case that like oh like one day there's gonna be they even say like god forbid a made for tv movie and it's like the idea of like they're going to try to flip this in a way that's going to make it inspirational or that's going to make it uplifting or that's going to try to like m make it sort of anything more than sort of a sick joke that it is and we are we are here in the moment ahead of everyone else to say no this was pointless this was a sick joke this is nothing more than 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 you know this this bizarre media circus around this completely worthless like pointless act of violence yeah yeah and and the movie gets so far like like the thing about duck is that like because it's a black comedy satire of like the whole idea of how we sensationalize school shootings it it's its central thesis is is constantly making fun of these two guys yeah. and like everything is turned up to extreme like like that's why it's a perfect exploitation picture yeah. it's like oh these guys uh get bullied oh like yeah. the, it's the like, most like egregious yeah. insane bullying you've ever <laughs> it's seen the most in like life. insane sadistic like the the, the he he suffers like jesus like <laughs> yes um and, and, and then it's all in there it's all in their pov being like Oh, look at the these fucking like delusional like teens, the, the these like delusional fascists who like just look at the world purely through the lens of their own petty resentments. Like, exactly. Yeah. And, and like the whole joke is like they're so suicidal, but they're like, well, no, we gotta take everyone down with us and yeah. shit like that. And the the movie has all these biblical references. Like it opens yeah. on like a Cain and Abel, and yeah. then like has basically all these things where it's like building up to to like this end of the world moment yeah. um like it, it is really fascinating how how it's like to me the funniest comparison between the two movies yeah is you have will hellfire and joey smack playing the school shooters in this original movie yeah duck where the first shot of them has them positioned in front of a fucking nazi flag yeah and listening to like the metal music and it's just like yeah. okay these filmmakers get the joke of these guys are fascists. Like he, yeah. Joey Smack is literally like reading a copy of Mein Kampf. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. like, like, hmm. and it's like, man, that black kid tore up my copy of Mein Kampf. I'm going to have to get him first or whatever. Yeah. And like, um, and then, and then what do they say? Like, or don't do it because that's what they're expecting or yeah, something or like that'll that. Give them, that'll give them uh, fuel. Yeah. yeah. Like the movie has hmm. such like a nihilistic feeling towards it, but 
it understands the central concept of like okay guys who do this sort of crime yeah. are like shitty fascist edgelord guys yeah. who who fucking like idolize that sort of movement and now we see it obviously with not to be all like moral panic crusade shit but like yeah. those sorts of guys like you know like they're they're posting on poll or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. right like like it's it's all the same type of larping well and the 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 you know it, the whole movie is kind of built up on this uh idea of like that the media coverage of it is inherently sort of stoking it like there's the line towards the end that's like uh the, that's like uh it's so exciting i mean tragic yeah <laughs> the, the, and, and what the, the reporter po- says and the post credit scene um, has like the two kids watching on the tv being like that could be us man. yeah look at how much like look how popular they are no and again it goes like it it, it all goes back to that title card of like it, it almost is like the the thesis of the movie is almost like the the truffaut like there's no such thing as an anti-war film like well and uh, is, is it in that concept. one where they make the joke where it's how unoriginal yeah. to be doing columbine again yeah like, they're yeah, making yeah. fun of them being like yeah guys it's been done yeah <laughs> um but then you compare it um to the new film which has uh run hide fight has the exact same idea behind yeah. its two like its lead spree killer guys yeah. who are saying like we're doing this to get famous because yeah. i want to be the best guy i want to have done the best school shooting ever <laughs> yeah but there's the line where he says specifically he's like oh we're not going to kill the or, did you know that hitler said that we should kill disabled people then he goes yeah but we ain't fucking nazis yeah as like this like throw off joke and it's like um it, it, it's funny how the modern one doesn't engage with that side of things well or it almost like it almost implies that it's the opposite of of how it is like the the guy in in run hide fight like makes the point to the cop of like oh everything was very difficult to set up except getting the guns getting the guns was shockingly easy and it you were you made the point of like is this movie kind of undercutting its own like pro gun messaging by by having that in there but it's like no they put it in the mouth of the bad guy because oh like you know the libs they love the media they want to get famous <laughs> like i yeah, think that's it, i think that's genuinely the way they try to frame him as like the lib killer yeah and, and i guess it's, i guess we have to give the framing of what run hide fight oh yeah is, yeah yeah please which is yeah. <laughs> which is like um um it, it, it's a it's a wonderful screenplay about a about a good girl good girl boss with a gun defeating a, a bad incel guy with the gun. Yeah. Oh, he's not really an incel because he's, 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 he's fucking every. He's, oh, he's, he's sexually he's, he's sexually a bisexual. Liberated. He's a bisexual king. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Who who just loves his Facebook live way too much yeah, and wants yeah, the yeah. most views ever. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it was end, ended up being distributed by the Daily Wire after no one else wanted to put it out. Um, Dallas Saunier was behind it as the producer. Mm-hmm. Um, him and, I think, Amanda Presmek is his partner at Cinestate. Um, and, like, their whole deal is Dallas. Okay. Who's a wickedly cool dude. <laughs> Who nobody likes anymore. Okay. But at a time, everyone liked him a lot, okay. and that's an important thing to okay. to note about the film industry. Is, okay. is everyone used to really like Dallas? He brought Fangoria back. Oh. Um. He he he. Uh, yeah. Uh, he produced what? S. Craig Zoller's movies. He, oh. he kind of made a big like bringing back like action stars doing like those like mm. d- direct to video dad core type okay, movies. Yeah. And he was like, you know what we don't have. Is yeah. movies for Trump supporters. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they feel like they've been pushed out of the liberal establishment because Hollywood is too woke. Yeah. And oh boy, is it. It's way hey, too it's woke. Too woke. And uh, too woke, so he started being like, I'm going to make this movie. And he, he was doing these films with Ash Craig Zoller, yeah. which I, I made you watch Braun's Cell Block 99 as prep for this. Yes, you did. Because I needed you to be like aware of the fact that there's this sort of like. The thing is, is that everyone who makes movies is still like. In a system where, like, everyone is kind of politically on a similar side. Does this make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the movies kind of work with encoding and interesting things where you never really know what the theme themes are. And yes. that's why the thing is, when I pointed out with Run, Hide, Fight, was I was like, wait, is this, like... Like, this is really playing things down the middle yeah. in a weird way, right? Like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think literally the whole movie is, like, 
is is like playing to the base like neocon is it really because because the the villains have no ideology other than we want to get famous on the internet no but they're like they're they're the like postmodern nihilists it's all it's all the kids want to get famous they only care about phone they they only eat they only be bisexual eat hot chip and lie but 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 it's but it's all like all of the conservative messaging feels like more deeply coded because like it's like oh she comes from a military family or whatever like like all these things are just like kind of secondary to the plot there's not like it's the same thing with like zoller's films where it's kind of like drawing this middle ground line where it doesn't really have a strong political affiliation like you could really look at it from either side i don't know i uh, or is it more just like dog whistling where it's just like it's there for the people who know how to read it yeah it's like that's pretty what I'm clear okay maybe that's what yeah. i'm saying yeah 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 right which like i don't know i'm i i think i've just been too paranoid about this kind of stuff for too long not to feel like that's obvious messaging i mean the the biggest problem with movies is just kind of boring yeah yeah it, that is well the thing is it's not is, a real exploitation again, picture there's not like the scene in fucking duck carbine high massacre where they go to buy the guns from the guy who sells everything and talks yeah. about how, how tight his 12 year old sex worker's <laughs> vagina is <laughs> yeah like it's it's no like it doesn't um we've talked about this a lot of like Things that are neither smart enough to work seriously nor trashy enough to work as camp. Like, it, yeah. it falls squarely down that sort of, down, down that avenue of failure where it's like, where it's like, yeah, if, 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 if this was like genuinely reprehensible instead of shy about its reprehensibleness, I would be a lot less, uh, uncomfortable watching it honestly which i did put that in my notes that it is upper percentile for how uncomfortable well and i was curious why did it make you that uncomfortable because i I was just kind of like "Eh, it's kind of just like a a boring like modern action like trying to be diehard in a school it's not really working for me i think it is that i think it is that dog whistling thing where I, i was like sort of on the edge of my seat seeing like how far they were going to take it and how encoded it was going to be like because like the thing that the, the the thing that really kept me hooked through the movie was the thing we were talking about before of like what is the bad guy's deal what are his motivations what are his because it's so unclear and like the way that they set it up is he's like herding everybody into the cafeteria from all the classrooms because he knows that they're going to do a lockdown. They're just going to have all the kids sitting in the classrooms, leaving them as sitting ducks. So he can so he can herd them in one by, one room by one room. Which is a horrible plan, by the way, because it splits up his team and uh, his team gets taken out one by one. That's just really bad planning. Poor tactics. He's supposed to be some kind of like genius guy. And it's very obvious to look at that that's not the case. The The fucking um the movie's really trying to be die hard eh? it really is trying to be die hard um it it, it the also, first thing she does as you said is get into the vents. she gets into the vents that's the first thing she does is she climbs an event it's bullshit um the 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 um oh um oh, oh the, that's horrible it's really bad um no the villain's motivations this is what i was gonna you say know what? I, i'm gonna say ben actually, shapiro does not have great taste in movies yeah no i mean he should he could have bought I, anything else yeah yeah um the uh his we should, we should produce a movie with the daily wire what would it be about um, can, can we do no no okay 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 <laughs> let me finish my point <laughs> the, the 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 whole movie uh, they're like oh are they gonna get the bad guy are they gonna get the bad guy and the whole time i was like i was like everyone else in this movie is so devoid of charisma and you have withheld information about why the bad guy is doing any of what he's doing this whole time in a way that suggests to me that there's a big twist coming and so the whole time i'm like no don't kill the bad guy don't kill the bad guy give him an opportunity to talk i just want to i just want to hear him hear his crazy psycho modus operandi and then it just never comes. It just never happens. I was so let down. I was like, I was like, is, you know, 
is it is it the bisexuality is he is he all gendered up is that what's going on like what's what's it or is he uh you know uh did, did was he just raised by tv is that he was you know like i i just wanted his thing like i wanted he, what his he thing wanted his was dead mom to be proud of him because because no, he killed was, his mom all, yeah but all she did did was watch news and so okay that's so, not bad so he that's, wanted to be on the news that's that okay maybe that was it may i think that's maybe what they were going for yeah it was just very poorly communicated then because the whole time I was just I mean also because that actor is like really hot he's kind of giving like it was Matt Healy he was smoking. It, yeah he was giving Matt Healy he was giving Christian Slater very my type of boy um yeah you, you like this school shooter boys were you yeah. on were you on tumblr uh fantasizing I, about the, see i was on tumblr i was kiss? i was on tumblr at, getting into arguments with the girls doing that um that's not very fun of you it's not very fun of me at all no i i i'm i've always been you're the fun morally police. opposed to, 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 it. to i mean it's not a very cool thing but it's not uh, but i it's, never understood that like horny for true crime no stuff. it's awful it's like such a like perverse like how how lacking self-awareness do you have to be to like put your own weird violence fantasies onto like real people who actually died in real life like that's so horrible like have your horny violence fantasies like honestly have way wilder horny horny violence fantasies than like shooting up a school like that's fine like just, you know, just one of the do best scenes in movie history in your mind palace one yeah. of the best scenes in movie history is in <laughs> eugene kolarenko's film okay. wobble palace all right where uh dasha and uh the the this boy who comes over they're like oh let's act out your sexual fantasy and then it's like girl saving like being spared by the school shooter <laughs> it's one of the best bits i've ever seen all right, so we just took a quick break. Quick pause. Quick um, pause. We took a quick break because we had to go and give uh, our roommate Noah a cigarette, who also stars in in, in the in the Untitled Louise Ward castration movie with with us. So yeah, I, I owe him as many cigarettes as he may need. Because um, <laughs> you know, I I do pay all my actors, um, but mm. I also pay them in cigarettes. Yeah, because that's the thing. I mean, we we joke that when we get a big budget movie, we got to have cigarettes at Crafty. Like yeah. I just imagine like yeah. at the craft service table, like. A big bowl of cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So many. Or one of cigarettes. those like '20s style like fold out ones that like where you press the thing down, they all come sprouting Ooh, out like that would a be fountain. Good. You know, the the thing that bothers yeah. me is that like because of like union rules or whatever, yeah. I can't smoke on set. And you know what? I'm gonna smoke on set, and I won't give a shit. And no yeah. one complains. One time I was on a Hallmark movie. I was working <laughs> on this Hallmark movie or a Lifetime movie. And I got in so much trouble um, because of the fact that like. I, I was out having my cigarette break, and then all of a sudden, like, someone was, like, needing something done. Yeah. So I just had the smoke hanging out of my mouth, and I go, and I'm moving these pylons, and I got chewed out so bad. I was like, why did you walk in the middle of people while you're smoking a cigarette? And I said, it's fine. We're outside. Who gives a shit? And I got yeah. fired. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. As it, as it happens. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Duck, the Carbonai Massacre. All right, um, yeah. I think, I think let's, like, re- establish how we're gonna like do this episode i wanted to bring both in but i feel like the energy is just becoming way too staccato we have no idea what, what, where we're going we're bringing up yeah. other movies it's yeah. just all it's, over the place so okay. okay let's focus in on duck and what makes that a good exploitation picture from 1999 yeah. so when i kind of hyped this night up to you i said okay we're doing school shooting night what is it about that film that you would say like kind of signifies the the air like i mean obviously it's like shot on video it's yeah. like obviously made right in the wake of this so like all yeah. the jokes are kind of fresh and new and interesting it's but... very much of that moment of like yeah. alternative culture with like the way that everyone's dressed and 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 the presentation of that like they do the classic uh trans panic movie bingo card move of uh they go to the diy show and you hear like a very late 90s core kind of sludge band uh doing their thing and going off um and, and a lot of the soundtrack is that one of my favorite bits in the movie is like kind of the <clears throat> one of the ways in which they sort of caricature the moral panic around columbine is the, with the character of uh of of uh derwin's dad 
who like hears the industrial music for the first time and just loses his shit. Yeah, so just starts hearing, starts beating his wife and like doing like vehicular manslaughter, like just because he can't get it out of his head and it's always playing there even when well, he can't. And then he kills a cat. He anymore. kills the family yeah, cat with he kills while this, cat. Like, having yeah. it echo in his head. Yeah, or that's his probably like, my what? favorite bit. The wife's the like, the music's not playing, and he's yeah. like, I can't stop hearing it. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah, such a great portrayal of like in that kind of. Uh, in, in that kind of mindset and that kind of like moral panic zone like the way that people just make themselves psychotic over these like fixations on like trans people or or, or you know whatever the thing of the moment is to fucking yeah obsessively it... think is the cause of all problems in the world yeah, well, it, one of the funniest things is, like, I had asked you, how much do you really know about, like, this peer and culture and Columbine and all yeah. that stuff? And you had said one of the things was, like, oh, well, you've seen Michael Moore's documentary. Yeah. And one of the classic lines in that is when they're interviewing Marilyn Manson. Yeah. And they're like, well, what would you say to those two boys if you could sit down and have a conversation with them right yeah. now? And he's just like, I wouldn't say anything. I'd listen to them. I'd want to know what they had to say. <laughs> yeah. And it's the most, like fucking like lib cuck response yeah. to it because it's like oh man what an enlightened guy he wants to hear about their problems it's yeah. like no the dudes were like neo-fascists who yeah. wanted to like cause a violent event in order to cause mass chaos because they're like genuinely evil yeah and like like like, the... like they weren't like like dylan and eric were not like bullied guys they were the school bully yeah. they were like relatively well liked they were just like fucking asshole fascists yeah and did this horrible crime well so it's like so great that this movie is so honest and where it's like one it takes all the things that were in them moral conscious that to the extreme like yeah. what i was saying like with the the bible girl yeah um or like oh yeah they were bullied and it's like this like horrible crime where yeah. they like beat him with it every single person beats him with an inch of his life <laughs> yeah. in terms of like including the like, like crippled kid and yeah. whatever and then like uh they carve freak into his chest and then the next day he's like yeah we gotta shoot up the school we gotta get revenge on these guys or yeah. whatever but the thing is is they're already trying to cause mass chaos and that's one of the things the movie gets is like they're trying to buy like nuclear weapons from china yeah. and all that stuff because they're just like like fascist little edgelord douchebags yeah. who have nothing else going for them and are like talking the whole time but like dude i just want to like kill myself tonight and yeah. it's like no nah, man that's not gonna work like they'll probably <laughs> your stomach punk knowing your luck or whatever yeah. and then um you know it, it it also does like the funny thing where it I, I was i was actually surprised by the restraint at the end because i thought they were gonna have them make out what before mm, they kill themselves yeah. but they just do yeah. like a i love you bro yeah, yeah, I love you too. Um, and then they blow each other's brains out. Yeah. And it, it's funny because it, it, it does all this, this like, really funny thing where it's satirizing the mythology of Columbine yeah. while at the same time providing this framework of, like, actual understanding yes. of, of, like, where these two guys were, where yeah. they were coming from, and then also, like, the media response to it at the end. Yeah. But then satirizes it in a way where it picks its targets, makes, like, very clear like fun of them yeah. in all of these ways like even one, one of the most interesting things is when they go to buy the guns they're not just like buying the guns from like a normal gun fair or whatever like it's yeah. not the joke and run hide fight where it's just like oh it's so easy to go buy guns yeah. it's like no they go to like this like weird pimp guy who's in the back <laughs> of the industrial show yeah who has is like let me guess you guys want some like nose candy no like some horse oh do you guys want some like underage hookers yeah. oh wait you want guns what do you like <laughs> are you fucking with me like you guys yeah. really want guns and they're like yeah we would really like guns and then they like have all the like hot like yeah. women in these like gas masks Models, posing like, with the guns yeah, and then presenting it's like the guns like and, if the price is and, right and it goes on so long and it yeah. has just this quick punchline of like yeah, we'll take all of them or yeah. whatever. And then it stretches the bit out so long where it's like, then they buy the guns and he's like, are you sure I can't introduce you some pussy? I've got this 12-year-old in a cage yeah. right here. And then he takes her out and is like, <laughs> like, hey, that one girl who's too old now, go get me some Vaseline and a crowbar. I gotta yeah. break her in or whatever. And it's yeah. just like, keeps going. And you're just like, oh my God. Like, And that's kind of the case with like every gag is it's yeah. like, it's played out in a way that is very like 
postmodern comedy yeah where like every joke is played out so long yeah that like it does that wraparound thing where it's it, it quickly stops being funny and then by the end of it it's just been going on so long that it becomes funny again yeah. like the bullying scene does that that scene does that and then like once it gets into the actual school shooting bit yeah. like it does that again but there's such like there's some underlying like horror to it because it presents it in such a like matter-of-fact way with the shot on video yeah where they like blow these people away and then you have like the school principal show up and like all these kids are like bleeding out going like help me yeah. and he's like only trying to go help the kids who are like the football team and yeah. he's like oh no yeah. all the star athletes are dead like yeah. this is like who no, there's no we're saving now or whatever yeah and it, it it's really funny in this case where it's like it one it, it, the scene itself is actually kind of horrific to watch because yeah. it feels like very real and uncomfortable yeah but then like it takes the bits really long in a way that's like kind of funny because it, it it's only because it stretches it that far that they would like make the point and then make it funny and satirical and yeah. it, it, it actually succeeds at that well and it's it, it's the <clears throat> I, I think again coming from exactly that moment it gets the way that that again the media the way that the media covered it did encourage those guys's own view of themselves and the ways where it did become this folk hero story of this is the the bullied and the downtrodden when in, that was not the reality of the situation. Yes. And <clears throat> by um, like by satirizing that and by putting it in those people's perspective and then showing how like fucking ridiculous that story is if it was the way that it had actually occurred. It, like it, it it does sort of undermine that like eroticization of of, of like Dylan and Eric, which I, I think is like really really cool. Like a lot of the a lot of the negative reviews of it describe it as just like sort of like pointless edgy trash that's like kind of like milking this tragedy for something. But it does feel like people who are like there on the ground level of the same culture that produced that saying, no, this is like the most, this is the dumbest, most pathetic possible response you can have to this. Yeah, well, it's, like, it's the thing with like the bullying scene having to be amped up that high yeah. to then be like, oh, is this justification? But even then it doesn't yeah. really present it you're never supposed to relish in the violence they're inflicting. Like, that shit is, like, presented in a way that even though it's, like, satirical and it's, like, yeah. how how over-the-top it is. And it's really, and, like, over-the-top like, kind of caricatures that they're Well, and, like, the, killing, the, like... The, the, the racist joke when they yeah. kill the black guy and stuff is, like, really off-putting. Yeah. But, like, done in this way that's, like, clearly meant to be... You are in the perspective of these guys who are, like, neo-Nazi, yeah. like... I don't, you don't sympathize with them at any point. Yeah. And so, like, even their sense of humor is, like, messed up. Like, yeah. when, they, when they kill the mentally challenged guy and all this stuff, yeah. that's just, like... It crosses know. a line into, like, Ugh. Yeah, but but intentionally yeah. so. And, I, and yeah. I, I have more respect for them making those edgy jokes than the sort of, like, moral grandstanding that yeah. happens in Run, Hide, Fight, where yeah. it's, like... You're doing this school shooting because someone you, pulled your pants down yeah. in sixth grade? Yeah. You're a fucking loser. Yeah. And that's all anyone's going to remember you for unless you go and blow your friends away <laughs> yeah. who you're doing this with. Like, it's, mm. it's, it's, it, it's so, it's so stupid. Like, Run, Hide, yeah. Fight is so stupid and how it, it, it's so condescending yeah. towards its own material in a lot of yeah. ways. Like, one, it's toothless. It yeah. doesn't do anything actually interesting with it with the idea of doing a high school shooter exploitation movie yeah whereas like in spite of or maybe because of all of its technical limitations and like it's the grill production style and all this stuff duck is like remarkably interesting and remarkably like kind of like ahead of its time and how it actually engages with this stuff like watching it now it's so funny because that movie felt more modern yeah. than the other one we watched where you were actually shocked <laughs> when i told you that run hide fight was made in 2020 yeah i thought it was from like 2015 or 16 because they make promposals such a big plot point and like that was such a like viral thing from around that time that i, I was didn't like know that was a thing oh this already feels like such a like horribly dated like mid tens teen like early trump administration when you said it came out in 2020 i could not believe it that's 
feels wrong. Uh, it, I, I'd love to go back to the, um, like, oh, when in the sixth grade they pulled your pants down scene, because uh, that that to me is like, that's kind of the opposite end of the thing we were talking about with like the Marilyn Manson line about just listening, you know, before where it's like, okay, so there's there's one version of this story where it's like, oh, these are like poor sympathetic victims of a cruel society lashing out and do making the one statement that they're able to. And then there's the other end of the spectrum that's like, that's like, oh, oh, the, 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 the alienation of society has you down. Oh, woohoo. Like, you should, you know, like, yeah, it's, cause, it's. Because anyone who does these sorts of crimes is like nothing but a fucking loser. Yeah. And like, in like the fullest sense of yeah. that term. Like, not like, like, to do something like this, it's such a like just dumb anti-social like well and it is fascist at its heart it like it's a it's a fascist thing to do at its heart because you have to like only if you have that kind of like hierarchical worldview of like the people at the top are there because they deserve to be that's the only way that you would ever like look at the world and say do you know what the problem is is everyone who's exactly like me but not me i'm better than them but also it's the people who are in my same social position who are actually the problem. And I'm just going to fucking lash out at random people. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it, it is interesting that like the, the thing that, that bothers me the most with Ron Hyde fight yeah. is the fact that it's, it's a movie that has no ideology. Yeah. Like, no, but it has a clear ideology. It's just really stupid. I think you're just deep reading it. Like it's literally just the good guy with a gun. But that's, like, but that's argument. That's so stupid. It's a dumb argument. Yeah, it's a dumb because, like why would, why would anyone spend, not... why would you why would anyone make a movie that that's that fucking kindergarten to try pure? to 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 try to like shill so to the, the base. Is, so is that's like, literally is, it. Is, is 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 that what like like the, the whole arguments conservative never film movement is about? Is is making the dumbest shit imaginable? Yeah, like it's just it's just making the same dumb talking point like over and over and over again until you like are able to like create a thought annihilating cliche like it's the same thing as like what is a woman where it's like okay if you like try to like have that conversation with someone on like any kind of like sociological psychological grounds they'll just repeat the question to you again like as if you'd never said anything like it's again it's a it's a classic trope of like far right kind of things is is the thought annihilating cliche you just you 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 come up with something that you were just gonna think is like common fact and, and like not think about it any further than like your one sentence quip and then you're gonna repeat the one sentence quip anytime someone makes any kind of like nuanced point to you yeah. like it makes me miss as craig zoller yeah because like you haven't seen any of his other movies. I've yeah. only showed you Brawl, but like, his, one, his movies are entertaining. Yeah, like they're actually good movies. Like he's one yeah. of the few guys who like does the like whole Tarantino shtick, but like in a way that's like fresh and exciting yeah. and new and interesting. And, and with engaging. him, there's sort of an inherent like, you he's he's clever enough with with the messaging and he's good enough at making a movie well, that you're sort of like it, it's the same thing that with like you know Dosher and these sorts of people who ride that line is like you know friends who've done q a's it's like it's all performance like even like zoller i know like like from q a's like he'll wait until the mic's on and then pretend to say shit that's like in that ambiguous zone yeah while he while everyone thinks he doesn't know the mic's on yeah. and shit like like you know these people play in these spaces that are like oh yeah i'm i'm creating that edgy like sort of persona and like I like the idea of of filmmakers who like play in a space where everything's part of the art project and I mean that's the thing that's like so fucking drastically uninteresting about a movie like Run Hide Fight is there's no like authorial stamp to drive yeah. it. Like the only reason we picked it for the pod where I hadn't seen it before tonight. Yeah. Uh, but I picked it because of the Daily Wire stamp. It was, it's funny to it's have like, the like it's the, like oh the this Shapiro is, connection. That's, yeah. That's the thing, is it's like the movie on paper should be felt like it could have been an interesting conversation point because it's like okay here's this exploitation movie made in 1999 that is like auteur auteur driven where yeah. like fucking bill bill hellfire is like 
making this movie. He's a guy who's made a shitload of movies that all have like his own sort of stamp yeah. on them. And you can you can look at that as like a filmmaker doing something that is interesting to talk about. Yeah, I was expecting Run Hide Fight with its sort of like you know it, it, it's one of the movies that okay so. The thing that killed Dallas's reputation yeah. is the fact that he started doing shit with Daily Wire. Yeah. Because remember, he like owned Fenton Gory at the time. Understandably, was yeah. like all this shit. And that was when everyone was like, wait, like, it's so weird because it's like everyone knew he was a conservative. He talked yeah. very openly about it. But that was the yeah. point where it was like, like the cognitive dissonance of being like, oh, yeah, we're working with this guy who does it hit like the sort of public perception point where it was like, hey, like, this is bad you can't both sides of this shit and that's yeah. why like you know Fangory got found, found new owners and mm. stuff like that um i don't want to get too deep into i, I know well, too much it's... to like talk about <laughs> it openly on a podcast well, but like it, it is um well but it's that move yeah. from it's that move from seeming to be primarily an artist who has these underlying politics which is like you know i think most people can be like can be like oh this is a work of art that i like that has politics that i don't like to being like a propagandist at the point where you're working with you know something like the daily wire which isn't explicitly let's do this in another let's put a new lens on these two movies okay so duck carbine high massacre the main appeal of that is to be the first school shooter movie made after columbine yeah that's the the whole bit the first columbine movie it's like we are making the first columbine movie yeah we're doing it that's it yeah. And that is the thing that you put on the on the box yeah. that sells it, right? Yes. That's all you need. You don't have to go any further to create controversy. Their... It's the fact it exists, right? <laughs> Apparently paid for their legal fees after they got arrested for bringing <laughs> weapons to a real school. So cool. So, okay. You look at yeah. Duck as this thing that's the... The ent- the existence of it in the first place is the provocation. Yes. Right? Um it's almost incidental that the movie within the box is yeah. interesting. Yeah. Now, Run, Hide, Fight, it was not produced by Daily Wire. They bought it as yeah. a distributor after yeah, the yeah. fact because, as it said, no one else would touch it. Yeah. Dallas was just starting this whole thing with Daily Wire to start producing movies with them. Um, so, like, it's its own thing, right? So, um, Daily Wire obviously bought it. Yeah. I feel like the whole idea behind it is, oh, this is a provocative school shooting movie. Yeah. But what is it about that film that you're putting on the box to sell it? Because it's it's the movie itself is like remarkably uninteresting. Yeah. It it it, it is diehard in a high school. It doesn't take anything far enough. Yeah. It, it, it's completely baffling in how uninteresting it and is. And the only things that are interesting in it are the things where it does, like w- the things that are the most aggressive dog whistles, like the scene where the the security guard comes in and the shooter goes. You don't, they don't even give you guys fucking guns. And then the security guard pees his pants and drops his uh, his his nightstick on the ground. Uh, like that stuff is like is like that's foul because it's saying like expand the security state is the the thesis there. But like you know at the same time it's like okay you're 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 doing something with your idea so like, so then in that so so is the appeal for it like oh no other distributors touching us so D- daily wire is going to put it out yeah but then the movie itself like 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 is 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 the gimmick like oh like libtards don't want to have a movie about yeah. a good guy with a gun is that like the whole i think that's literally but that's just it. so that's so Miners is yeah. is the culture war that stupid? I think so. Oh my that's, god! That's yeah. No, I I just don't. I, think... I I'm trying to like analyze something that has nothing in it. Like yeah, I could I could talk about the the fucking Hellfire movie all night, but yeah. like this this duck move or not, this fucking run hide fight movie is just like what it's pointless yeah. why does this exist why this play in venice i don't understand <laughs> um like it's it's just such a waste yeah. like i just i i can't even wrap my head around like i mean i think it's the same thing of like of like we're trying to be edgy and topical by touching on this subject and then our angle is we're doing it from like the the anti-gun control perspective like that I think is is the angle of where it's going, but then again, it just doesn't. Uh, it's too shy about being what it is to really be like engaging, even as like an analysis of of what the 
thing is it's like oh you know the main girl her like her dad is like a is like an operator like it's like a sniper in the military and he raises her with good values and then she goes to school and the kid who who loves the phone so much and and does bisexuality is 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 the one doing the shooting and then uh and then she does die hard yeah with but it's boring it's it like, is boring this is why yeah. i love uh faith exploitation movies mm, like yeah. like god's not dead or something yeah because they're so upfront in yeah. what they like the, the whole movie is built upon the thesis of what yes. they're exploiting yeah and like like god's not dead's genius because it ends with like the lead teacher guy who's like the atheist yeah. who's like making all the students say god's dead or whatever yeah like he dies like in a car accident as he's there like a priest shows up and is like this is your last chance to accept <laughs> jesus and the guy yeah. is like a relapsed like, like yeah. he was like a lapsed christian who had a yeah. bad thing happen to him because the thing is is the only way that someone wouldn't be christian Eva, yeah. is if a bad thing happened that made them yeah. lose faith because yeah, that's exactly. where they that's where, who those movies are appealing to yeah that's the whole idea so so it ends with him having like a, a deathbed like yeah. like like you know like like uh accepting christ into his heart or whatever. well and there's and, a scene in in run run hide shoot, run hide fight um it's it's disappearing from my memory by the second <laughs> yeah. um where um there's a scene in it where they do the girl who said yes bit again um where uh, where it's like do you believe in god yes um but they also like don't really go anywhere with it like that girl never comes up again they They don't don't shoot shoot her her after like she just says like god lets bad things happen so you can be judged yeah 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 Yeah. it's all about free will um which is uh, <laughs> yeah you're like i do, I can't get into all of yeah, this no. um, um but uh, i've taken way too yeah. much philosophy to, <laughs> yeah, to, no, to start this i don't want to yeah we're 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 50 minutes into this i don't want to yeah uh, it's because uh, there is no free will there, yeah because there is none especially if there's a god anyway <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> um we'll save but, that for another well, that's week for a different time um but <laughs> the uh the the oh god no it, there was a second where the the shooter starts arguing theology with her and i was like oh i'm getting god's not dead vibes oh i'm getting god's not dead vibes oh it could be going somewhere interesting and then it just doesn't it just doesn't yeah. pay it off it doesn't it's too shy like it, it's too shy but it's not yeah good enough I, to I, I want, like, the, the fucking lead character to have, like, a fucking cross necklace that her dead mom gave her or something, and yeah. she's struggling with faith yeah. the whole time. Yeah. That would have been great. Yeah. I would have loved that. I, like, why can't we... Why can't movies just have more guts to just be insane? Yeah. That's the one problem with Run, Hide, Fight, is it doesn't go crazy enough. Like, at least yeah. Duck makes every possible joke it could in its hour and 40 minute runtime. Yeah. It does... All of it. It, it, it. it works to offend everybody. They could have made the shooter everybody. non-binary. Like, why not yeah, what have else? it... What? Like, I mean, it, it kind of does a weird thing where, like, since the guy, like, is... The, the the most interesting moment in Run Hide Fight yeah. is when the the one other shooter tries to yes. kiss the main guy and yeah. he's like oh no not today it's like not right you've now. been giving my sister more attention than me lately yeah. or whatever and it's like it, it, it's... oh show me the process of this kid grooming these other kids into doing this school shoot like like it's That's like fascinating it's like ooh, yeah. okay there was something there was something almost interesting there and also yeah. like did, are you familiar at all with the Heather's reboot yes yes it's amazing oh, uh, the, because it I, does that i watched the pilot and i was so excited to watch the rest of it and it, i it did not go anywhere see yeah the heathers reboot is what this movie should, should have been, been. Yeah. yeah where it's Whereas, just like oh let's it's like like why can't we make a pair like if, if you're like some conservative filmmaker yeah. or whatever and it's like oh boy i'm gonna make a movie and it's gonna own the libs yeah so hard yeah why not take it in a direction that actually has some teeth like you made the joke where you were oh wait are you gonna say the thing i was about to say i was gonna say the 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 movie could have been about a guy who wants who wants gun control doing the biggest false flag shooting of all time yeah to to try to get gun control well and i was gonna say you made the joke where it's like these fucking conservatives always bitch about like the affirmative action casting yeah and they do the same thing in their movies no and then they're uh, like they're more aggressive about it than anyone because they actually have to prove like oh i have don't worry i have a black friend like i'm not yeah, racist it's like, like ridiculous it's, it's, it's like, absurd yeah 
Now, um, the thing, as you mentioned, like, if it was false flag thing, I mean, the problem would be is that maybe Ben Shapiro would have been jealous that they, they adapted his, his yeah. book without yeah. uh, permission. No, I, I mean, the, the thing is, is, God, I hope they make a true allegiance movie. Because uh, it should be it us. Would be way, but yeah. We should do yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. We, doing... I, if I if I uh... <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad one. I... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I call I call all of my uh, pre pre transition journals the Turner Tigers. <laughs> I've you've made this joke before. Do you really want that on the pod? <laughs> Um, do you... Well, no, because that's my dead yeah. name. It's, no, I think I, I, I yeah, can make yeah, yeah. that joke. No, I know. I know. I just, I don't... Yeah. I... I, I, I literally, I had such a weird insecurity once I figured out that was what that book was about. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy. You just... My you, parents no, you reading, up with that you, one. You reading it on the bus, being like, oh, it's a book about my diaries. <laughs> But a cool guy wrote this. <laughs> but this is the thing I don't get is like why aren't why aren't mm. conservatives making movies that actually have any like teeth and balls to like like it's because it, you know what you've hit the nail on the head though it's like it all has to be dog whistles because they can't say the quiet part out loud yeah but I'd be like curious to see a fucking movie that just like goes like full tilt into the like yeah like what their ideology is yeah like it'd be interesting be more interesting whatever this garbage is that they're feeding us yeah no i mean honestly like you make the you make the zoller comparison but like all the like norwegian jail jokes in so brawl and cellblock 99 like that's way harder dog whistling actually even than anything in run hide fight like that's yeah. like a pole meme like yeah, yeah. and that was like kind of interesting because like with that movie I was, like, enjoying it for purely, like, being a good movie, but then at the same time I was like, why do they keep repeating this poll meme? It's making me really uncomfortable. Um... Well, it's interesting, because Zoller, Zoller's a fascinating guy because he has the same sort of upbringing as myself in the underground horror movement. He would be an interesting guy to, like, try to bring on the pod to talk about okay. these movies. Because he ran a column back when Dallas owned uh, yeah. Fangoria... He had a monthly call or like a column in each yeah. issue that was on the types of movies we're talking about. Oh, okay. And one of the reasons why I actually wanted to do yeah. this podcast yeah. was because of the fact that once the the ownership changed, Zoller's column was cut out. Yeah. And um, I was kind of just like, oh, but it's almost someone I, I never got. He never got to talk yeah. about the movies I did. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he never got to talk about Ryan's movies and <laughs> shit. So I was like, that sucks. But they were it, they were great columns because it was talking about like obviously the shit we're talking about every week. Yeah. And and I think that um, that like you know um, there is something interesting about how someone like Zoller. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, how someone like Zoller is making these movies that have all these dog whistles and have this like interesting realm as these like neocon. Uh, like uh, like well like 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 <laughs> like, like they, they're, they're that kind of exploitation movie yeah but then his yeah. reference point is the underground scene that yeah. is the 2000s and early 2010s right yeah so there's something very fascinating about well it's about kind that's... of that corruption of it that you it's talked about a lot in the early stage this, of it. right so yeah. so like as i said we, we've talked before about how the sort of framework of movies made in the 2000s to early 2010s have this almost apolitical bent to them where like the point is the depravity the exploitation and it's not trying to like it's it's only right wing or like conservative in the sense of like the like we we had this conversation about august underground yeah where it, it, where there's a a seed of something reactionary sort of inherent to the nihilism of the yes, whole project exactly that, but but it doesn't it, it doesn't, doesn't have, have to a be political the, interest. It doesn't have to be at the surface. The different people have different degrees of interest in that uh, in that in the reactionary aspect of that nihilism. Exactly, and there's definitely yeah. 
in terms of mm. it always mostly comes down to the sense of humor of those sorts of movies yes. where it's always like let's puke on the lesbians make them kiss and yeah. August Sunder rounds mortem or like the fucking racist and anti-disabled people jokes and duck the carbine high massacre yeah. which are extreme like one of the characters names is literally credited as retard which is like <laughs> just like the most 1999 yes. bullshit right yeah. and like i mean i i will say duck says faggot a lot of times yeah and then guess what baby run hide fight drops two faggots yeah and i was i was impressed they went that far yeah i was impressed that they used the word faggot twice um that was the most teeth the movie had yeah which is honestly pathetic um yeah but well yeah you almost wonder if 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 it did go harder if it would still just be boring because again the the end point like point getting made is sort of the neocon point of just like expand the police expand the military let everyone have guns like you know uh the default state of society is a state of war and you know like uh pump you know take all the funding out of social programs and put it into security like that's the problem is that conservatives can't make good art yeah well it's 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 too it's too motivated. It's too yeah. pissed off. That's why. I, that's why the, the thing is, is Zoller's good, which is why I think he's <laughs> just he's like yeah. probably the most liberal guy and just does this all as a bit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, I I can relate. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I mean, uh, left wing people pretending to be right wing is definitely a long standing source of a lot of great work um right-wing people pretending not to be right-wing generally is just results in uh sludge yeah and that's what this crap is yeah like it is and the thing is is it's all just a bit it's all just a bit life is just a bit (laughs) life is just a bit it's it's pathetic honestly film's dead Everything Cinema's sucks. dead. Everything sucks. <laughs> the whole point of this podcast is is nil because you know what the problem is? We start this podcast where I'm like, you know, it's gonna be so interesting to talk about the slow descent into reactionary politics of the underground film movement. Then you get to the end point, it's just like this this is this is pointless. This is stupid, the movies well, are bad, they're uninteresting to talk about. This is awful. I next mean, week I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just pick an insane pairing to get us back on track. No, I think next week we had already decided and it's it's our most like mainstream and accessible and and on trend thing that we've ever done. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, we were gonna do that next week. We were gonna do that. Oh, next and here week. I was thinking. Yeah, of, we were gonna do. We were gonna do our pairing. most algo friendly episode ever next week. That's probably a good idea. That's probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think and it'll fun. be fun. It'll I be a lot of really fun. fun. We always have tons of fun here on the pod. Yeah, I mean, we we definitely do. I mean, this is a sleepier pod. I'm, this I'm... it's because I I worked seventeen hours on an Amazon <laughs> commercial yesterday where I had to listen to. Daft Punk and Pharrell's uh, Lose Yourself to Dance on a 30-second loop for 15 hours straight. Yeah. So I am out of it and insane, and I am about to drive three hours to do a night shoot. So it's like a pretty... Uh, we just want to get a pot out. Uh, we were we were off Making last sure week because of the fact that we finished uh, we the first chapter in our movie. Finished chapter and one of the movie. the and first feature off to some film festivals. So let's see what happens. That was my, uh, that was, that was my segue, and I guess I'll, I'll, I'll lead us out is, you know... All of this is really just prefiguring you carving the path forward to save the underground. Yeah, no, that's what I've been uh, doing. I've been trying yeah. to, to bring it out all out. Why yeah. do you think I hosted a, uh, a, a screening of actors? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm yeah. bringing it back, It's because I hate dog whistling. That's, yeah. That's, I hate it when a movie's dog whistling. It, it's, it, those are my friends (laughs) thank you very much Uh, no but Um, uh you know creating the new vanguard that's it's it's like your essay last uh last winter yeah because also yeah 
I love you know what friends. I should have. I, I, I love sh- actors. I I should have I should have paired this with the dirties. We're gonna have to do a redo. We're okay. gonna have to pick two other school shooting movies that are actually interesting. Okay, yeah. Uh, I I mean not to say Doc wasn't. I loved no, Doc. No, Doc's great. Doc is yeah, awesome. Doc's that great. Is like go watch a Doc. legit movie. Yeah, you should go it's on watch YouTube. Doc. You can find it on YouTube or or, <laughs> or I think there's a really nice Blu-ray that you can purchase Ooh. on VinegarSyndrome.com. Um, so I would just I I would just fucking avoid anything that the Daily Wire's produced. Jesus yeah. Christ! And like. Yeah. I, I just I just can't believe things that off it off the mark of like just having anything interesting to say like if yeah. if, if if all your art can do is say good guy with gun bad guy with gun or whatever then like what's even the point of doing art like God conservatives are fucking losers yeah. <laughs>